Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, guys, we're back, and ASU takes down a top 10 team in the nation. But before we get to that really quick, I feel like I should introduce everyone to the new temporary host of the week, Cheyenne Mogengard. Hey guys, uh, really excited to be here. Um, this is one of my first podcasts, actually, so let's hope this goes well. Yeah, so Kevin decided to go to Philly, and uh, we know how that is, so I'm currently filming this from California, so we have a future ASU student, Cheyenne Mogengard, here, and uh, we're going to get right into it. So, again, we said this last time, I do not understand this ASU football team. We lose to Oregon State, we lose to UCLA. But then, you know, we just decided to beat the nine-win streak, uh, top six team in the nation, Oregon Ducks. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how that happened. I mean, Jane Daniels, big round of applause for him. You know, he gets our applause this week. 22 for 32 with 408 yards, three touchdowns, and once again, zero interceptions. And, I mean, Sean, you could tell us about Herbert. He didn't do that well, really. Um, yeah, Herbert, he went uh, 20 for 36 with 304. Uh, he was averaging 8.4 with two TDs, but he did have two interceptions with a QBR of 45. And yeah, I mean, the two interceptions were probably the most costly interceptions, back-to-back plays, and that just kind of shifted the whole quarter for us. And the thing I really liked about this game, Sean, I know you were watching it, is we were down 7-0 like right away, and Oregon scored on us in probably two minutes, maybe two minutes, probably a minute 30. And somehow our defense just bounced back. And I'd like to give a hat off to Herm Edwards right there as a head coach. He really, really just basically outcoached the Ducks. And Herm. things did get scary in the end. But, yeah, we pulled it off with a 31-28 win. And we're bowl eligible, boys. And now we can go into, go into playing uh, U of A. And I'm not going to be nervous at all because we're in a bowl. And that team is not very good because yeah, they're no longer bowl eligible. I don't think you should be nervous, Bradley, I think. I think we're really set up well for this. And of course, Old Faithful. You're new to the show, but we've had Old Faithful for a while, so I mean, Old Faithful just did his thing, of course. He did do his thing with 31 carries, I mean, 114 yards. He didn't have any touchdowns, but still, 114 yards and 31, that's, that's pretty nuts. It's just a workhorse. I mean, if you have a 100-yard rusher, uh, then a quarterback who throws for 400 yards, you're obviously going to win. And, you have uh, something really special there. Something definitely very you special. You something very special. And you know what? Honestly, we've been hating on the O-line again. But to this amazing uh, Oregon front seven or front four with Kayvon Thibodeau, the number one overall recruit of last year, we only gave up two sacks and, what, six tackles for loss? I mean, I was expecting for us to get absolutely demolished. And our our defensive line, who's really been struggling, had two sacks themselves. So the fact that we played just as well as one of the best D-lines in the nation really just shows how bad we wanted to win this game. And there's nothing more about that. I mean, those two interceptions obviously had a huge impact on this game as well. Yeah, and big shout out to our receiving core this week because, I mean, this was the best our receiving core has ever played in, like, probably this year. Really? Yeah, I mean, you look at Ayuk, he had seven receptions, 161 yards, and a touchdown. And an 81-yard touchdown, which probably was the most important score of the game because that's third down right there, mm-hmm. third and long, and he hits him with the double move and then takes it deep for a... For touchdown, man. Without forget, that, we lose, honestly. Can't forget about Frank Darby, though. He only had four receptions, but for 125 and two touchdowns, actually. Him and Daniels really had that connection going, and there's 
I mean, this team is so young, aside from our receivers. Our O-line is the youngest in the nation. Our quarterback, the true freshman. And, uh, I mean, he already has... a young team. I didn't really realize that. Yeah, he already has three top 25 wins in his first year. So, half of his wins in the collegiate level have been top 25. Yeah, this is a team that has something really special going. Down the line, you guys are just going to get better. Daniels is just going to get better. It's just going to be great. I think if we continue to play this type of football... We're going to win because honestly, I we took a little week off because we had no idea what to say, Kevin and I, about us losing to Oregon State because that's just pitiful. I can't remember the last time we lost to Oregon State. That was a tough loss. Yeah, and we lose to UCLA, two teams who are, aren't even going to bowls, aren't bowl eligible. We're on a four-game losing streak. I'm getting nervous thinking, well, we're going to lose to the Ducks. Uh, ESPN gave us a 15% chance to win. So I'm thinking we're going to lose to the Ducks and we go into, we have to play U of A and that's a rivalry game and as bad as they are rivalries happen and upsets happen but luckily we don't have to stress Shion because six really and five don't. we're going into a bowl game and i think we're gonna i think our offense has what it has to do and that was a big problem beginning of the year and the defense just continuing to force turnovers works honestly though we could not stop johnny johnson he had 10 receptions 207 yards and two touchdowns that was a big big no-no we didn't want to see that ever again because i i mean i haven't seen a Receiver go for 200 yards against ASU this whole year, and that was just ridiculous. But if we're looking ahead to next week, we have the game of the year that we've all been waiting for to beat our, I wouldn't even call them our brothers down south because I just don't want to be associated with them. To beat our rivals down south, we play U of A on November 30th, 7 o'clock at Sun Devil Stadium. Everyone's going to be at the bank, so... I mean, what do you think about this game, Cheyenne? You look at the, you look at the box score between our two teams, and... Clearly better. Clearly, I'm looking at the team stats right now, and points per game, we do have a low average on that, but when we see points allowed per game, we just have 23.9, but they do have a 36.8 uh, point percentage. So what that tells us is their defense is not that good. Their defense is atrocious. And their quarterback, Khalil Tate, who is going to be a Heisman candidate this year, has just been basically manhandled by Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels has more completion, a higher completion percentage, uh, nearly a thousand more yards, five more throwing touchdowns, and six less interceptions. And again, I just like to say this because, you know, it's fun to say, he's a true freshman. So, true freshman versus um, Heisman hopeful. I mean, I don't think it's really, really fair. This, I think this game's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I just also want to point out that yards allowed averaging is actually 306.7. So, Daniels should have a game. Yeah, Daniels is going to have. A great game. Uh, I'm super excited about this because every time we play a team with a bad defense, Daniels torches it up, especially coming off a really big win last week. I think he's going to come in with all the confidence in the world. He's going to tear this up. I mean, you look at each, look at their leading rusher, J.J. Taylor. He's a great back, don't get me wrong, but 673 yards and five touchdowns. And you look at Old Faithful, you know, Benjamin, 915 yards, eight touchdowns. We just beat him in literally every single category. So what I'm hearing right now is is you're not nervous at all for this game. No, I'm not nervous for this game, especially coming off a big win like this. Herm Edwards guys are fired up and uh Big Erm. Yeah, the, the Wildcats really have nothing to play for. I mean, they're four and seven and two and six in the conference. So I mean they're not even gonna be able to make a, a bowl game. So this is basically their bowl game. I mean they're gonna come in, give us their all because we're the best team in Arizona and they're gonna want to <laughs> beat the best in Arizona. But yeah, this, this is gonna be a slaughter. Ayuk. Has a great season so far, and he gets to add to that. He has 60 receptions, uh, 1,125 yards, and eight touchdowns. Well, their leading receiver only has 27 receptions, 412 yards, and three touchdowns. 
So while they put up points, I mean, it's really all Tate kind of running around doing his thing. But, yeah, as long as we contain the quarterback, we're going to win. And U of, A, U of A is on a five-game losing streak. And they really haven't been any close games in this. They lost 41-14, 41-31, 56-38, 34-6, 35-7. These are all basically blowouts. And we're coming off a couple heartbreaking losses between USC and Oregon State and the big win with Oregon. So, I mean, I don't think there's any reason to lose this. Yeah, we're coming off this really nice win. I think I think the boys are going to be ready. As you said, Erm's ready to go. Yeah, he's rallied the troops. And I, I think the Arizona Wildcats are really just going to have a reckoning this, yeah. this weekend. I, yeah, I do not think it's going to end well for them. I mean, ESPN doesn't either. They give us a 79% chance to win. And the spread is ASU minus 14, so... Wow, the two-touchdown cushion. Honestly, would take that. Because I'd say final score for me is going to be uh, 38-17 ASU. And just 38-17? 38-17. That's what I have Arizona State winning at. I mean, I have them winning every <laughs> single week. And so far, I'm 6-5. and five, so. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 42-13. 42-13. So you have the big slaughter going in. Mm-hmm. So you, you have them beating the over-under of 60 there. Definitely. Oh, wow. Definitely. All right, boys. So you hear it from Cheyenne here. Bet on this game and bet the under. And, you know, big shout out again to ASU Athletics. This was a great week for us. It was a great week for us. I and mean, we beat Penn State in wrestling. Penn State hadn't lost in wrestling in 60 matches. And Arizona State just decides, you know what? Let's go upset City right here and get a quick win. Let's just make it happen. I mean, that, there's a reason we're the team everyone wants to be. And I think that's the reason I'm coming to school. It's just heart. It's heart. The huh? school has heart. Yeah, I mean, and I'm happy to be here. And Sean's been to a couple games. He likes it. He's he's got his keys ready. He's ready to jingle all those keys because, I mean, these are these are things that everyone wants to be a part of. I'm ready to go. You hear it right I'm there. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we honestly don't talk a lot about wrestling here, but uh, I feel like this needs a little bit more attention because I don't think people can really grasp how big of a win this is because, again, Penn State hadn't lost in 60 matches. They're the number one ranked team in the nation. ASU is number five, but, I mean, Penn State has just been a powerhouse of wrestling teams. So, Sean, give us a little rundown. How did that happen? So, the match started with Brandon Courtney, redshirt sophomore, who is 9-0 on the season right now after this crazy win. Uh, he won his match with an 18-7 major decision victory, uh, giving ASU the early lead 4-0. Uh, Penn State then pulled ahead with consecutive victories at 133 and 141. But our man Josh Maruka... Fought a tough battle with, an, with a win, 5-4 decision over his childhood teammate, actually, Josh Verklein. And this was at the 149. I mean, that's an awesome like thing right there. He beat his childhood teammate. They've been fighting together for years. They went to high school together. Just kind of grew up in the same wrestling. And on one of the biggest stages in wrestling, really Josh Ruka, the Sun yeah. Devil, baby. Yeah. He pulled through. He let his friend know, hey, we're not friends right now. Yeah, no love lost All here. All cards on the table. No love lost here. And then, honestly, something huge, actually, that I was reading earlier, um, who actually hasn't fought in almost a year, Junior Cordell Norfleet, uh, was actually able to earn a 10-4 decision, which extended the Sun Devils' lead to 19-15. I did skip ahead and skipped a couple people, but I just really wanted to point that out. After a year of fighting, he was able to actually get that win and really show his team, hey, I'm still here, guys. And Ja'Cory Teamer, I mean, he's a redshirt freshman, and he finally got his first match as a Sun Devil and followed that up at 157 pounds with an 8-4 and four decision, which uh, actually gave us the 10-8 lead and yeah. going into the intermission. So that's big. You know, It's kind of going into halftime uh, with a big win, so you definitely need that. Just a very strong performance from all the guys on the wrestling team. Really happy to see that. Really happy to see that. 
And again, Penn State was not an easy team to take down. Number one. Yeah. Number one. They were undefeated. Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, they Penn State won at 285, but it wasn't enough. And number five ranked Arizona State Sun Devils, baby, took down the number one ranked Penn State Nittany Lions. Do not let us fly. 19 to 18. Do not let us fly. Big shout out to the wrestling team. I mean, I know everyone in Tempe was proud of you guys. That was huge, huge win. And I mean, we're just beyond excited because look at us. Look at us winning in every sport. Like a lot of people can't say that they're good in literally every sport, but football team wins, top five win or top six wins, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Our wrestling team wins top one. They beat the number one team in the nation who, yeah, that deserves a round of applause, you know? You know, congrats to Brandon Courtney also for going undefeated. I'm That's just going to keep on applauding for that. That was just, I'm at a loss of words. I mean, you look at that and this is great for ASU because we're starting to, I mean, win in every single sport because as much as hate as we were given to the football this year, Kevin and I, I mean, we're still six and five and we're having a chance to go seven and five. You guys are being top teams. Yeah, that's a solid bowl game. It's and a great we're young. Look. Yeah, you guys are young. You got a, you got a true freshman quarterback. Yeah. You got a young O-line. It's just, come on. Yeah, and we're going to do a quick turn the page here. But uh, ASU did suffer a heartbreaking loss to the Virginia Cavaliers, the seventh-ranked Virginia Cavaliers in basketball. Uh, It was the Air Force Reserve Basketball Hall of Fame tip-off. It's a big game, and we usually show up in these tournaments. And uh, we did show up. Our offense was a little stagnant, but that's just you got to get your hats off to the Cavaliers because their defense is stout. I mean, mean, 48-45. Remy Martin shot 50%, 3 for 7 from 3, and uh, dropped 21 points. He was our leading scorer. And, uh, I mean, a game where you only have 45 points, shooting 50% and dropping 21 of those 45 is ridiculous. But uh, that last possession, I don't know if I really agree with it. I don't know for all the people who didn't see out there. We had about 15 seconds. We had last shot. We're down 3. And uh, it didn't look like we had a play drawn up, really. It was kind of Remy just... Was trying to get open, and then uh, the contested three sadly didn't go in. It wasn't a bad shot, but I'd like to see a little more plays drawn up. But I'd like to see from more from the bench, honestly. Yeah, the bench really. When you got Remy Martin playing 38 minutes, and he's able to put 21 points on 50%. You need people that are playing off the bench for maybe 25 minutes to at least get more than zero points. Yeah, and we shot 26% from three. So, I mean, you look at Jalen House. Jalen House, we needed you, man. You're the four-star guard we got. We were super excited about you. He's been playing great. No no shade there, but, I mean, in 25 minutes, he went 0 for 2 with 0 points. And, I mean, two of our starters played 20-plus minutes, and Kamani Lawrence, 0. Ben Olten, 0. I mean, we really needed some help. Big shout-out to Rob Edwards. He didn't play that bad. Uh, he was shooting the three-ball pretty well. But, I mean, our our bench really combined for we four are, points. We need the bench to help. We really do. It's just, that's tough to see. Yeah, that's I mean, really tough to see. Super low-scoring game. But, hey. I did like how we were able to, you know, keep it close with the top 10 team. And uh, we have two losses on the year, but they're both to top 25 teams. One of them was in China. So, you know, there's a little asterisk next to that because first game of the year in China, it's not it's a really China. good matchup. Yeah, yeah, it's super far, the jet lag, but... Preseason game. Pre-season. And thank the heavens we did not lose to Princeton again because, oh my gosh, if we lose to Princeton one more time, I'm going to throw something because this is ridiculous. We beat Princeton, though. 67-65, an absolute nail-biter. And big shout-out to Khalid Thomas, the JUCO transfer, who hit that three in the corner with three seconds left because, I mean, if not, we would have lost to Princeton again. And <laughs> you all remember what happened last time we beat Kansas. We were ranked top five and then – or top, excuse me, top ten. And then, yeah, Princeton. let's just lose to Princeton. Princeton came out of nowhere and was like, yeah. Hey. 
I mean, I mean, this game though, our offense was there. We put up 67 points. I would have <laughs> liked a little more of the defense, but uh, yeah, the bench did do really well. I mean, Thomas had 14 points and three for four from three. The difference in this game, I think, was our three point shooting. Yeah, and the bench. The bench is how much? How many points did the bench have? Off? Look at that. 16 points. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's all you need from That's what ben. we need. We don't need two points. This, look, at the, look at it compared to this last game. Yeah, I mean, if you go here, we had 16 points off the bench this time. We had four points against Virginia. Come so on. that's definitely not something that we can do. But uh, we do got to you know, limit the turnovers because there's a lot of turnovers in this game. We had eight turnovers, just the three of them were off the bench, or four of them were off the bench. So, I mean, bench players, you get in there, you, you can't make turnovers. You just got to be efficient. Like That's all we can ask for out of you guys. Uh, but it was a solid win. Uh, Romello White really cleaned up the boards. I mean, he had eight defensive rebounds. That's big. That's huge. 11 points. Nearly a double-double there. And Remy, once again, keep doing your thing. Shooting over 50%. Shot 50% from three. Mm-hmm. And he dropped a cool 33 points. I mean, nearly half of our points. We had 67. He had 33 of the 67. So, I mean, boys, we Remy needs some help. He can't keep doing this all game because, well, I, I think his knees will give out if he continues to just play. 40 minutes and be genuinely all of our offense and so we have a pretty easy game coming up after that and we play san francisco they're seven and oh but uh i don't know they haven't really beaten anyone yet I mean, neither have we you could say i don't know but i mean espn actually has us losing this game which is a shocker to me i don't think we will um but we definitely just got to out rebound limit the turnovers and get Remy some help because we need people like Kamani and Jalen House to step up. Yep. I mean, Kamani was a huge part of the team last year. I mean, and this year he's taking a little step back, but it's early in the year, so I know, I know Kamani. He'll come out. He'll be strong. But uh, Jalen House, we could really use a little bit more out of you just coming Jaylen off the House bench. Definitely. Yeah, but Remy's having a great year. I mean, you look at his stats, Sean. He's just playing like out of his mind. Yeah, seventy percent free throw. You got twenty-one points per game. Fifty point. Five percent field goal percentage. I mean, come on. I mean, his only knock last year, people were saying, was that he shoots at a low percentage. But you're shooting fifty percent. I mean, and I'd be happy with forty-five percent. You're taking more than a like 20, 25 shots a game. Yeah, that's perfect. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we need. Remy, keep doing you. You've been a diamond in the rough for this basketball season thus far. I but think that's the best way you could have put it, rather. Yeah, you know, that's the most gentle the way I could have put it. Yeah, and. Yeah, I think this team definitely has a lot of potential, but we we just need to polish the rough a little bit. Yeah, we need to start running a little more plays. You we know, a little chip pick and, and roll off, and just find the big diamond. Yeah, chip off some things, find a big diamond. Sure, Zion, if that's what you want to do. Uh, Romello, keep pounding the glass, baby. You got the, you're leading the team in rebounds. Couldn't ask for much more. And uh, this is a tall team we're about to play, and they know how to distribute the ball pretty well. Uh, they have multiple people with uh, above four assists, so you got to just. I mean, we got to be prepared for some plays that are come out because that's what they do. That's what San Francisco does, and that's why they're seven and zero. But we're looking, you know, I'm not too nervous about this game, Sean. I don't know why, but I have a pretty good feeling that our boys are going to pull through. That game's on December third, so you guys make sure to get a quick watch on that game. And yeah, I mean, I'm excited, Sean. What do you think about our team this year? How far do you think you could see us going? Well, you said it, man. Remy, if Remy can do what he could do. And if the bench can really help him out, I think we're going to go really far. And, again, this team has something really special, just as the football team does. But the pieces need to come together for it to work. Yeah. And the bench needs to help Remy. And Remy needs to really facilitate the grounds. He needs to understand that sometimes the bench won't be able to help. And he's going to have to go off, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Remy's only a junior. So, 
hopefully we have him for one more year. I hope he stays because I mean, we could use him. I mean, he but he's having a career year this year. So, I mean, you look at last year, he's shooting ten percent better already. Mm-hmm. He's averaging what nine points more. Yeah, I mean, so this is like a different. This is this is a different. Remy this Martin. is a different Remy Martin. And last year's Remy Martin, I would still arguably one of our best players right behind Zylon and Lou, but I mean, yeah, Remy's just been carrying us and he needs some help or this seems not going to go very far. But I think if everyone comes together, Rob Edwards has been playing solid, so him and Kamani, they can get the big three back there with Romello pounding the glass. I think this team can go be a tournament team at least. I mean, I'd be sh- I'd be shocked if we weren't a tournament team. We're definitely a tournament out. team. I can see that 100%. Don't even say at least. Yeah. Uh, come on. I don't know, man. You know, I like to play. I like to play good cop, bad cop, just so we know. Just so we know, we don't get hurt. You know, I don't like hurting the fans out there. Of course, of course. I don't like letting people down. But it was a great week for ASU sports, and I'm beyond excited for the future of all these sports. So, with that, Cheyenne, how do you feel about your first show? Pretty honestly, I feel great right now. I feel very energetic. I loved it. I think the rest of my day is gonna go off really well now. Um, really happy. Thanks for having me, Bradley. Of course. Kevin, I'm sorry that I had to do this, but uh, I hope Philly was worth it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, City of Tempe will be back uh, following Thanksgiving break. So everyone has a happy holiday. And uh, go Devils. Go Devils.